0: So Donald is the king and Boris is the queen It's almost like we're living in a world of make-believe A double dose of dopamine on the daily diet The politics are toxic, the country is divided By crippling austerity and deregulation Paving the path to privatization and to chlorinated chicken and weaponized 5G frequencies. It's profit over people, it's profit over everything that's causing global warming. It's now impossible to deny. There's a storm brewing, darling, and there's nowhere to hide. And every time the world needs saving. There's a nappy that needs changing I've got some bills that need paying I'm just gonna keep on singing Because life goes on And on and on and on and on and on on. Life goes on And I'll take a step back Try to see things differently because there's also an opinion that, in fact, we're doing brilliantly. There's never been a safer time to be a human being. There's less war now than ever before Less disease and less famine Obesity claims more lives than starvation More people die of old age than from lack of medication It's quite telling of the times It's never been like this before More people take their own lives now than die in wars And obviously the world keeps changing Different battles keep raging My tomatoes need watering I'm just gonna keep on singing Because life goes on on And on and on and on and on and on Life goes on And there's children marching in the streets They give me hope And they strike off school on Friday Cause they can see through the joke And the system doesn't serve them It's gambling their future So they'll take it in their own hands And they'll start a revolution And I will stand beside them Try to do my bit Help a 16 year old girl Kill the oil industry Cause I believe the world's worth saving I hope that if we keep on learning, then we can stop the world from burning. And we can keep on singing because life goes on and on and on and on and on and on. on. Life goes on. Yeah, life is ridiculous, it's also hilarious it can be dangerous and sometimes even tedious but it is resilient and it is beautiful and i believe in it long may it continue because life goes on and on and on and on and on and on on. life goes on because life goes on and on and on and On and, on and on life goes on, because life goes on and, on, and on and on and on and on and on. Life goes on because life goes on, and on and on and on and on and on, life goes on.
1: And that was on and on from the band Beans on Toast and the album The Inevitable Trainwreck. Welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. I want to hear from you, so if you like what you hear, or even if you don't, please send me a message. You can email me at polyrical at gmail.com. You can follow on Twitter at Polyrical, and you can check out the website, polyrical.com. There you'll find all the back episodes. You'll find links. You can make a recommendation. You can recommend a song, an artist, or a topic for a future episode. You'll also find some links there to make a donation. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to keep this podcast free and independent. Here is Buffy St. Marie from the album Power in the Blood. This is We Are Circling.
2: Together We are singing, singing a heart song. This is family. This is unity. This is celebration. This is sacred. We are spiraling, spiraling together. Onward, inward. Creature to creation. Holy mystery. Mother. Childbirth This is Mother Nature This is sacred We are circling, circling together We are singing, singing our heart song This is family This is unity This is celebration This is sacred How we get to know This is celebration This is sacred We are circling Circling together We are singing Singing our hearts All this is family This is unity it's a celebration This is sacred
1: brings us to our topic of the episode. The topic of the episode for this episode is the Wet'suwet'en. The Wet'suwet'en are battling against a, some oil companies and against the Canadian government for the sovereignty of their lands. Here is a press release from the Wet'suwet'en Hereditary Chiefs. This was released back in December. ...and covers some of the issues that are being fought for today. Wet'suwet'en hereditary chiefs reject the B.C. Supreme Court decision to criminalize Wet'suwet'en law. Wet'suwet'en hereditary chiefs representing all five clans of the Wet'suwet'en nation reject the B.C. Supreme Court decision to extend Coastal Gas Link's injunction order, which has criminalized the practice of Anuk Nuatan, Wet'suwet'en law, and inflicted violence against Wet'suwet'en people on our own unceded lands. Coastal Gas Link CGL has never obtained consent from the Wet'suwet'en hereditary chiefs to enter or work on our territories. Since obtaining the initial interim injunction order, CGL has bulldozed through our territories and destroyed our archaeological sites, while private security firms and Royal Canadian Mounted Police have interfered with the constitutionally protected rights of Wet'suwet'en people to access our lands for hunting, trapping, and ceremony. CGL has violated the conditions of their permits with impunity, facing no consequences from Canadian regulatory authorities. We cannot rely on provincial law to protect Wet'suwet'en land, people, or interests. Under the threat of continued police violence, the Wet'suwet'en have complied with the interim injunction order imposed throughout our territories. However, the Wet'suwet'en have never ceded our lands to Canada or British Columbia, and colonial governments have never lawfully obtained the authority to render decisions on our lands. The interim injunction, which was granted by Justice Church in December of 2018, six months before the Wet'suwet'en were able to present any legal defense, has already done irreparable harm to our territories, people, and the practice of our laws. The decision ignored the legal efforts of our ancestors, who spent more than a decade in court, with the Delgamuuk, Gidse-Wa versus Queen Case, to have the Supreme Court of Canada recognize that Aboriginal title had never been extinguished across 22,000 kilo- square kilometers of Wet'suwet'en, Yinta, traditional territory. And here is David Rovics with a brand new song out. This is called Wet'suwet'en.
3: Way up north, on unceded land Lives a people called the Wetsawaden Band They've been there forever, no plans to go elsewhere After years in the courts, the courts said the land was theirs but when billions of dollars of toxic gas Has to get to the coast with a pipeline to pass Through wet suede and land Then the wheels have been greased court Rulings don't matter, just send in armed police But this morning I heard the newscaster say There are no trains running across Canada today the RCMP invaded, made dozens of arrests on wet and land way out west. The call went out for solidarity. It was heard from Victoria all the way to Aquasasne. To Tyendinaga Where there's a dump truck on the tracks Along with a whole bunch of people With no plans to turn back Now thousands of travelers And billions worth of freight Are sitting on the rails With nothing to do but wait Yes, this morning I heard The newscaster say There are no trains Running across Canada today Prime Minister Trudeau And the premier of B.C. can't work in their offices Cause they're temporarily occupied by people Who say they have just cause Since the government of Canada is breaking their own laws Not to mention those of the water and the soil Which must stay on top of all that tar sands oil If our species has a chance then, by whatever means Sometimes all that's left is to shut down the machines This morning I heard the newscasters say, there are no trains running across Canada today. Way up north, on unceded land, lives a people called the Wet'suwet'en Band. They've been there forever, no plans to go elsewhere. After years in the courts, the courts said the land was theirs.
1: was DJ Shubb with the track Indomitable featuring Northern Cree singers. That's from the EP Pow Wow Step. Here is more from the statement from the Wet'suwet'en uh, hereditary chiefs. At a time when the province of British Columbia is celebrated for adopting the UN Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People, UNDRIP, The Wet'suwet'en people are actively denied the protections of UNDRIP on our own lands. When we enforced our own laws and required that industry seek free, prior, and informed consent for development on our lands, we faced a brutal display of militaristic police violence and an ongoing police occupation of our territories. We have learned through the reporting of The Guardian that RCMP are prepared to kill unarmed Wet'suwet'en people If we continue to uphold our laws, we urge the province in the strongest terms to meaningfully uphold its commitment to implement UNDRIP and to withdraw the RCMP from our territories where they oppress our people and criminalize our authority to the benefit of industry. Enforcement of this injunction by the RCMP will lead to the forcible removal of Wet'suwet'en people from our own lands and the bulldozing of our homes, continuing the violent displacement that our ancestors experienced. We are disappointed that the Supreme Court has rendered a decision that contradicts Wet'suwet'en law, but we reaffirm that Anuk Nuaten remains the highest law on the Wet'suwet'en land. Coastal GasLink continues to operate as the Wet'suwet'en law does not exist and to trespass on our unceded lands. We have a responsibility to enforce Wet'suwet'en laws and to ensure the health of our territories for future generations, as we have done for thousands of years. We have always held the responsibility and authority to protect our unceded territories, and we will continue to do so. Quote, From Denise Namox John Ridsdale Ridsdale In this time of reconciliation, with B.C. being the first province to legislate UNDRIP, this ruling by a court in B.C. against Indigenous rights and recognition truly proves that industry, not the people, can control the province and its laws. Ultimately, We are our own government, and we decide who comes on our territory. We are the hereditary chiefs. British Columbia and Canada only have assumed and presumed authority on our lands. And here's a track by Doc Crossword. This is Invasion of Wet'suwet'en Territory. And that was Wet'suwet'en Warrior. You can find that track on the album Reservation Sensations. That was by Chief Style. And if you want to find out more about the Wet'suwet'en, about their current, their ongoing uh, fight to prevent Coastal Gas Link TC Energy from uh, invading their territory, you can go to the Eunice Doughton Camp website. That's U-N-I-S-T-O-T-E-N camp. There is a supporter toolkit 2020 there that will give you um, some, uh, a list of things you might do to take action to support the Wet'suwet'en. There are a lot of other pages there as well to provide additional information about that battle that's ongoing now. And uh, before we leave this topic, we are going to have a few words, and those few words are going to be from the Wet'suwet'en Hereditary Chiefs.
4: Say Hagulnash, Satney. a jacket, No, no no yinta Tita the Lelga court case, the Kala court case, which I am the house chief of, and also the Nikal case. All those cases we won. And through that, those three, we told the world who we are, how we looked after our land, and who are the true caretakers of the land. And yet, the governments and industry are still dancing around that. This is our territory right there.
5: Provincial and federal officials and all elected officials only have assumed and presumed authority over the Wet'suwet'en territory. The territory, the Yinta, the land, the air, the water, that all belongs to the Wet'suwet'en people. We've never ceded, nor surrendered, nor signed a treaty to give away any of that authority to anybody. So if there are decisions to be made on our land, it is our decision and nobody else's. My
4: parents, my grandparents told me when I was very young, they say, don't ever let anybody pull the wool over your eyes when you, when you get older. They said, we never signed nothing. This land is still yours to protect. And that's the way I've looked at it all my life. There's no such thing as crown land in my books because we never signed the land to nobody. Uh, It still belongs to us, the First Nation. You know, the province of uh, British Columbia and uh, the federal government, they talk about reconciliation. When they talk about reconciliation and they undermine their own words by trying to shove pipelines down our throat or industry down our throat, and it's just not the way we do business. There will be no pipeline to enter Wet'suwet'en territory.
5: The decision-making powers for traditional territories lie with us, the hereditary Chiefs. We've gone to the highest courts of Canada to prove our title and our responsibilities and our ability to be the authority of these territories. The provinces and the federal government have decided that they don't want to deal with us, that they would rather go to people who are willing to say yes to them. And we're sick and tired of that. We have to stand up for our traditional territories. We have to make sure that we are the ones that make the decisions on them. If we say no to any kind of development because it would impede on our ability to take care of our future generations, then that's going to be the answer. The authority of a, a hereditary chief comes uh, exactly that, through the hereditary system. It's not by election, it's, uh, it's by consensus of the clan members that, uh, that put you into this position. The position takes us into speaking in the feast hall with authority, with the, all of the clan members and your clan in mind and uh, a, a total trust that we're uh, acting on the best behalf of our clan and our nation. We have to think about the land, we have to think about the water, we think about the uh, air, the animals, and uh, a lot of the authority that we have is that uh, that we make sure that uh, there's an abundance of ways that we can live off the, off the land. And uh, today it's being threatened and a uh, majority of our people are, are not agreeing with uh, the fact that uh, the gas and the gas pipeline um, is a good thing for our Wutsuwet'en people. Uh-huh.
1: And that'll bring us to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode is Sonia Disappear Fear. Disappear Fear is a songwriter, a band, a visual artist named Sonia Rutstein. Sonia has shared the stage with many of her heroes, including Bruce Springsteen and Pete Seeger. When asked about her sound, Sonia reports, quote, I would say I think my voice is somewhere between Patti Smith and Perry Como and my guitar style has a Gypsy King's Richie Haven's flavor. The songs are mine, but you can hear some Beatles and Springsteen. It's really all about the energy, like a bird jumping off a window ledge. It's in that split second of trust and light and talent and God. The original band formed in 1987 consisted of sisters Sonia Rutstein, a.k.a. Sonia, and Cindy Frank, a.k.a. Cindy, and expanded the following year to include guitarist Howard Markman. Their lyrics often addressed love, life, Baltimore, LGBT rights, and progressive political issues. The pair released six albums as a duo. In 1994, after self-releasing their music via their own Disappear Records label, the band was signed to Rounder Philo Records. Two years later, Cindy stopped performing regularly with the band in order to focus on her growing Family. here's a little bit from an interview uh, published at boundingoveroursteps.com. How did you come up with the name Disappear Fear? And what made you go solo? I began to perform solo because I felt the band was getting a bit complicated and I wanted to grow musically and challenge myself to see how good my solo singing and writing and guitar playing were. Without the power and the cushions, of great harmonies, rhythm sections, and soloists. The name Disappear Fear comes from when I worked at the Baltimore Center for Victims of Sexual Assault. They were looking for a new name, and I came up with Disappear Fear, since when one is assaulted, one loses all sense of control over one's life. So by disappearing fear, one could take all that back and live again. But the executive board chose a different name. At the same time, my old band was dissolving and I was forming a new one with my sister. The more I thought about how much fear there is to disappear, it seemed perfect. Since then, it has become more than just the name of my band. It is a way of life, a mantra. It is the umbrella for every song I have ever written. Many of your songs carry a political message. What changes would you like to see in the world? I was booked to headline this 12-step annual event and they then got fired because I was, quote, too political. Next to Pete Seeger and Rafi, I don't think there's a popular singer-songwriter alive doing songs that are more non-denominational and expiring. But my feelings were hurt because I lost the gig, so I called my nephew and asked him, do you think my music is political? To which he said that everything about me is political. Truly, I don't think Political is the right word. How has being a lesbian affected your music? I think it would be a shorter answer to where it didn't affect my music. That would be nowhere. I have a reminder on my phone every day, except Saturday when my phone is turned off. Quote, on April 19, 1945, the American Allies rescued 36,000 prisoners from Dachau, This makes me remember that I am Jewish, American, lesbian, with so much freedom. I get this every day, and it diminishes the impact of most drama that I might think is grossly important. What is truly important is that I am free to sing my songs, love my wife, live and love my life. And here is Disappear Fear from the album Disappear Fear. This is Washington Work Song.
6: walk with someone I don't know. I step around it so I won't get it on my shoe. On my way to work in Washington. On my way to work in Washington. On my way to work in Washington, D.C. But I pronounced it George Some people think I'm rich But I'm mostly poor And i cover it up To get you to fight in my war The truth is I am Turn. Washington, on my way to work, in Washington, on my way to work, in Washington, D.C., gotta make it look good.
1: That track was "Laws of Nature" from the album "Seed in the Sahara." And here's an excerpt from a another uh, interview. This published at lawrence.com. This when their album came out, uh, "Get Your Fill," which we're going to hear a track from in a minute. I was planning on doing a CD of Phil Oakes songs at some point in my career and now seemed like a good time to do it as a songwriter. I'm kind of an independent singer-songwriter. I'm always writing songs. I'm going back to Phil Oakes, who was a big inspiration for me to not only write the kind of songs that I write in terms of certain topics like particular news stories that strike my eye, but the Phil Oakes-Bob Dylan method that makes you say, what? And perhaps bring attention to an issue or give some more credit to an unsung hero becoming a sung hero. That's that's such an amazing way to put that. Uh, We hear unsung hero all the time. They're an unsung hero. But I've never before even thought of or considered a sung hero and what that means. And uh, I guess that means a hero that someone's written a song about. There was all of that for Phil Oakes, but I had to find my own time to do it because I'm recording my own CDs. I mentioned it to Cindy that I was going to go in and record a CD of Phil's music and she said, oh man, I would love to sing with you on that. So the timing was right and they got together and created the album. And the interviewer asks, You dedicated your first album to Phil Oakes. Do you have a memory of the first time you heard a Phil Oakes song? Yes, I remember when I first heard his music. I really liked the words of his music. I was familiar with the song Changes before I knew it was by Phil Oaks. It was a camp song, so it was just like, ooh, that's really pretty. I don't think I had heard of anything else. I know Joan Baez had recorded there but for fortune, but if I did hear that, it never came out strong for me. It was really more reading his lyrics. His voice, I actually thought, was a little weird when I first heard it. It's kind of nasaled and not very rock and roll. I was listening more to the people of the day, like Cat Stevens or James Taylor or Joni Mitchell, folky stuff, Simon and Garfunkel, which I loved. His voice wasn't really that, and it certainly wasn't Bob Dylan either. Bob sort of had a kind of nasal in the same way that Phil's was, but it was different. I didn't really understand his singing. But I really, really liked the melodies a lot, and I liked the songs as well. I think the next thing I heard was an album called Chords of Fame, which was a double album. It was just him, and occasionally another artist was playing and singing. But it was live, and it was just guitars and vocals. It was amazing. I just loved it. I guess the other thing that struck me about it was, here's a guy who's making this amazingly great songs, and I've never heard him on the radio, ever. I remember thinking, wow, there's a whole other world out there where you can actually have a musical career and write great songs, and they might not be big hits, but they can touch people deeply, and that's how it really was for me. Phil's songs really touched me. I would just turn people on to him all the time. I would play his songs in my car for people. Much later, after I recorded Is There Anybody Here on my first CD in 1994, later that year I heard of Sunny Oaks, who is Phil's surviving older sister. She loved the version, loved our voices, and I ended up doing a series of shows with her, which are called The Phil Oaks Song Nights. And here's a track off that album, Get Your Fill. This is their But For Fortune. Show me a prison.
6: Show me a jail. Show me a prison man whose face is growing pale. I'll show you a young man With many reasons why And there but for fortune May go you or I Show me an alley Show me a train Show me a hobo who sleeps out in the rain And I'll show you a young man with many reasons why And there but for fortune may go you, all. Show me the whiskey stains on the floor Show me a drunken man as he stumbles out the door And I'll show you a young man with many reasons why And there but for fortune may go you or I Show me a country where the bombs had to fall Show me the ruins of the buildings once so tall I'll show you a young land with so many reasons why And there but for fortune may go you or I To and keep looking straight at me. Now I was eight and very small, and he was no bit bigger. And so I smiled, but he pulled out his tongue and called me nearer. I saw the whole of Baltimore from May to December of all the.
1: And wrapping up the set of songs from Disappear Fear, that was Who's So Scared? Here's a song, Ain't Done nothing If You Ain't Been Called A Red. This is by Faith Petrick and Mark Ross. This is on the album IWW Rebel Voices, Songs of the Industrial Workers of the World.
7: parades with banners bands red balloons and maybe lemonade when i came home one may day my neighbor's father said them marchers is all commies tell me kid are you a red well i didn't know just what he meant my hair back then was brown our house was plain red brick like most others in the town so I went and asked my mama why our neighbor called me red. My mommy took me on her knee and this is what she said. Well, you ain't done nothing if you ain't been called a red. If you march or agitate it, my neighbor So you might as well ignore it or love the word in said. Cause you ain't been doing nothing if you ain't been called a red. When I was grown up, had my troubles, I suppose, when someone took exception to my face or to my clothes, or tried to cheat me on a job or hit me on the head, when I organized a fight back, why the stinkers called me red. <laughs> But you ain't done nothin' if you ain't been called a red. If you marched, agitated then you're bound to hear it said. So you might as well ignore it or laugh the words instead. Cause you ain't been doing nothin' if you ain't been called a red. When I was living on my own. That I had had a lousy, rotten landlord. Let me tell you, he was bad. But when he tried to throw me out, I rubbed my hands and said, You haven't seen a struggle if you haven't fought a red. And you ain't done nothing if you ain't been called a red If you march agitated then you're bound to hear it said So you might as well ignore it or log the words instead Cause you ain't been doing nothing if you ain't been called a red Well I kept on agitating Cause what else can you do? You're gonna let the sons of bitches walk all over you. <laughs> My friend said, you'll get fired hanging with that commie mob. I should be so lucky, buddy. I ain't got a job. <laughs> and you ain't done nothing the agent a red. Red. If you marched or agitated, then you're bound to hear it said. So you might as well ignore it or love the words instead. Cause you ain't been doing the red well i've been agitating now for 50 years and more for jobs and for equality and always against war i'll keep on agitating as far as i can see and if that's what being red is well it's good enough for me cause you ain't done not the day All the red if you mark
1: And that'll just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical. If you want to check out all the back episodes, just go to polyrical.com. You can also follow on Twitter, at Polyrical. You can also uh, watch me and listen to me record Polyrical live on twitch.tv slash unrelated things. Here is Natalie Rise from the album Rebel Frequency. This is the song. Rebel Frequency. Thanks for listening.